Yeah, Rooster Bob texts in in regards to our talk topic. Of course, the 75 Roosters team oh, was the team. greatest. But then yeah. again, any Roosters Premiership winning team is great, <laughs> says Rooster Bob. But certainly Gibbo's side that won back-to-back. Yeah, back. lost three games three all year. Three games all year. Yeah, geez, of course. Was, they were great football side. That was the famous 38-0. That was pretty sad. Our, our man, I reckon, be pretty upbeat tonight because uh, this morning because Manly were really good on Friday night. I know it's a trial, Dino, and we can't get carried away. Peter Peters, good morning. But there were really good signs for Seagulls fans that some of that young talent that you've been talking about for 12 months started to emerge on Friday night. Well, yeah, they um, managed to lose the race to the $100,000 for the... Uh, pre-season competition, not a great amount of money, but at least it's something, and um, they've got a differential of uh, plus 14. Now, three teams, the Warriors, who are plus 36, the Bulldogs, plus 13, and Sharks, plus 12, they need to win today with a maximum 15 bonus points to snatch the prize money from, uh, from Manly, who look pretty good in beating the Roosters 28-16 at uh, in a doubleheader at Gosford on uh, on Friday night, I um, look Manly's uh, Manly's form in the uh, in the preseason has been excellent. But um, how far do we take preseason form? Not too uh, not too far, but you can only go on that. They uh, um, they they look good. They've got a great crop of young players, as you said, coming through. Why some of those kids haven't had an opportunity uh, before this is beyond me, but. You know, the likes of um, K.O. Weeks, Tony Cola, Josh Star, uh, the new boy, Kelma Tuolagi. He looked really Star. good. Mm-hmm. The young hooker, Gordon Chan, I'm going to call him, um, all had strong games in that 28-16 win over the Roosters. What it does, it sets up that sellout blockbuster we've been talking about, round one versus the Bulldogs at four pines, particularly if the Bulldogs can... Um, can go through and um, and win their game against the Sharks today in what should be a great doubleheader at uh, at, uh, at Belmore. Back to Belmore today, West Tigers and the Raiders at 2.55 and at 5 o'clock for Doggies and the Sharks. So, um, yeah, we, we, we've got four great games today to finish off the um, the preseason. But what about last night? That's That was one of the great games. I, I was uh, out last night, but I made sure I got home uh, after midnight and watched that game and I thoroughly enjoyed it and um, it was um, it was a spectacular game in atrocious conditions. Um, mm. You know, St Helens, they beat Penrith, they beat the atrocious weather, they beat the travel to Australia to be worthy World Club champions 13-12. What an amazing game at, uh, at Penrith Stadium. A wonderful shot in the arm for the game in England um, with a club, uh, what a club St Helens are. Four times Super League champions and a professional football club with mighty fans. Congratulations to them. They must have thought they were in a war zone last <laughs> night with the lightning flashing around um, Blue Bet Stadium, the heavy rain, the, um, the, the stoppage in play. Um, but they sat there, they were loud and they were proud. And um, they'll, they'll, they'll make folklore, those fans, when they get home to, uh, to, their, uh, to their town of uh, St Helens. And they'll talk about the rush trip down under to support their uh, their team. And St Helens halfback Lewis Dodd kicked the winning field goal three minutes into Golden Point to seal the win. Um, the Saints scored two first half tries to lead ten nil and then twelve nil early in the second half. Fellas, I 
I think Penrith are going to do a tough. I agree with um, uh, with 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 a lot of people are saying Penrith can't make it a um, a triple treat. I I don't think I don't think we saw last night um, that they're going to find it hard. Uh, almost well, it's impossible to replace Apisai Corosau and their left edge Dynamo Viliami Kikau. Um, the so, replacements, they're five out of teners, replacing nine out of teners. No, no disrespect there, just pure facts on what we've seen of the players that are coming in over the last couple of seasons and the players that are going out. Are you prepared to write Penrith off, Zorba, or are you reluctant just yet? I think they'll stay in the top four. They've got too many great players not to. Um, and, and and I think they... Um, they will, at times in the year, look like they can do it again, but I, I don't think they can. I, um, I see, I see some sides coming through that will improve, and one of those is South Sydney, who um, really put St George Illawarra to the sword uh, in the Charity Shield in in Mudgee. That was uh, that was clinical, forty-two to twenty-four. They've got the same top thirty that they had last year, and um, and they're big guns. Are, uh, you know, if they stay healthy, then um, then they're they're going to be a very very tough side to beat. And, I, and when I say they're big four, Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Cam Murray, and Damian Cook, they all have strong games. And when that happens, South just win. Yeah, they're and a they're good a side. Four side. Yeah, they're a good side. Hey, Zorb, Jesse from Albion Park has sent in an SMS. Hey, Bulldog Ray and Zorb, another disappointing display from the Dragons yesterday. Long season ahead, I'm afraid. The World Club Challenge was great. Well done to St Helens. Thoroughly deserved. Penrith shouldn't have got that close. That's from Jesse in Albion Park. I think he's, to be fair, Jesse's right on both points. Yeah, I think he is. I, I've got no doubt St Helens were the better side. And, um, you know, they've got, they've got some players that would easily make it in the NRL. And we spoke about that prior to the game. Um, St George Illawarra, very, very disappointing. I don't know where they go. They just don't look to be up with the um, up with the top sides. I I um, I can't mm. I can't see a good season coming up for them. Over in England, it's interesting. First try in the Super League, scored by the ex Dragons and Bulldogs uh, fullback Matt Dufty um, for the uh, Warrington Wolves against Leeds. Um, Paul Vaughan, um, controversial front rower with Canberra and St George, and uh, then the Bulldogs. Um, he had a great debut for Warrington up front, and um, uh, George Williams uh, playing five eight for Warrington. He's a class player. We know that from his time with Canberra in the NRL. I cannot see a club not going for him. They're going to have to pay a big transfer fee for him, but I reckon he'll be back in the NRL um, in the next couple of seasons. Zorba, do you think we're too elitist in Australia with our rugby league? We look down on Super League. We dismiss Super League. We disparage Super League. You know, is there a time when we think maybe we should give it a bit more respect as a competition? Because you know, St Helens have come out here, they've bowled over the Dragons, they've bowled over the Panthers. So maybe it's time that we start to pull our heads in a bit out here as Aussie fans and, and, and give Super League the respect it deserves. 100% Bulldog. Absolutely, 100%. Look at, look at the great English players that have come out here and made a, an immediate effect on our competition, and, and, the, and the last one to do that was was Sammy Burgess, and his brother's still playing over a couple of hundred 
first grade games for South Sydney. Scored a great try in the Charity Shield, um, the opening try actually. And um, you know they've got some enormous players still over there. Um, some of the great players to play here too, like the late great Davy Bolton. Um, you know, uh, Millwood, um, Tommy Bishop, mm. uh, Cliff Watson. And of course, um, over at Manly, Phil Lowe and Malcolm Reilly. Um, those players have left an, an amazing mark on on the Australian Rugby League. And full marks to Ricky Stewart, who is um, you know he's he's had his eyes on the English League to bring out players here, um, and you know he, he's done that with great effect. And mm. his current side, you know, um, has got has got a couple of pommies in it, and. Um, they're doing well. Exactly. Hey, Zorb, next week, want you do some homework this week and we'll get all your predictions for 2023. But before I let you go, Parramatta, I think the window is still open for them. I love your thoughts, although that's a bit of a setback with Sean Lane out for some weeks where it looks like a fractured jaw. Yeah, that's a, that's a body blow for them. Uh, look, I think it all depends. Parramatta season mm. will all depend, and I'm going to put Bulldog on the, on the spot here. It'll all depend on whether Mitch Moses... And he's going to make an announcement before the start of the competition, which indicates to me that he might be staying. But if he doesn't, if he comes out and says, I'm going um, to either West Tigers, Canterbury, wherever, if he comes out and says that, then they will crumble and won't be anywhere near the top four. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying if Mitch Moses stays and, and has a long long career at Parramatta, finishes his career there, or, or the next few years anyway, I think his partnership with Dylan Brown is vital. It has to be a happy one, mm. and I can't see it being a happy one if he's going to hit the road, Jack. Yeah, the mail I got last week was that he was staying, but I got two texts within an hour last week from two good contacts. Mm. One adamant he will be staying, and the other one equally adamant he was going to tell him that this was going to be his final year at Parramatta. So, it's a saga, isn't it? We don't know. Look, he's still got a contract this year. Mm. So, you know, there's no incredible pressure, albeit the media and the fans want an answer. But yeah. Mitch does have a little bit of time on his side. But Zorba, if I was a betting well, man, I'd say he he's staying. His back, I think if he turns his back on the club, then it will have an adverse effect on the, the performance of the team. Yeah, I think you're right. Hopefully I, he does, I, I, hopefully I, know, he does I know you love him, Ray, but... <laughs> I don't think you'll be holding the trophy, mate. <laughs> no, um, fair enough. Before I go, can I, and, 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 and I know um, you'll support me here, uh, Bulldog, um, and he sends his best to you. A special cheerio to the chairman of the uh, NRL judiciary, Jeff Bellew, who retired from his role as a Supreme Court justice last week. Um, Jeff's the son of uh, the late New South Wales rugby league boss, Tom Bellew. And uh, Jeff Bellew is always listening to this program. Your program, boys, he's an avid listener and he will now take on the role of Chairman of the State Parole Authority uh, for a couple of days a week in his retirement as a, um, as a uh, Supreme Court Justice. He will continue his long association with Rugby League by continuing his role as um, Chairman of the Judiciary. He's a great mate uh, to my wife and I. Uh, wonderful time celebrating his daughter Tamsin's 21st last night. She is following her dad by doing a law degree at Sydney University and wants to specialise in human rights. Um, Tom uh, Jeff Bellew was the first chairman 
of the ill-fated Northern Eagles, representing the North Sydney side of the joint venture. And guess what? They dumped him because he was, quote, too fair. <laughs> Only the Bears could do that, and you wonder why I dislike them. Yeah, he's a great man, Jeff Betty. He's a good friend of all of ours. Um, brilliant mind. Uh, a, a brilliant at what he did in the legal system, Zorba, and around law, but more importantly, I just think he's a better bloke, an absolute champion fella. And I know that you are very, very close to him, and we all wish him the very, very best in his retirement. And well, well said, We Dino. might probably get a free yeah. meal out of him, Zorb. He's got, you know, he's got a bit of cash. <laughs> Actually, well, I'm having breakfast uh, uh, with him. I'm we'll uh, sure he pays. <laughs> but, uh, well, it'll be a battle because uh, Sam Rami, the great jeweller from Infinity Diamonds, is, um, is coming too. And, um, a little, little and, plug uh, there from Zorb. <laughs> yeah, and Tams is coming, and she's... Um, God daughter to uh, Cassie and myself. Good on you. Hey, Zorb, great words there from you and Dino.